one of my one of my listeners and customers was said uh, some guy named Joey Talks is referencing you on his show, and so I went and because I'm always interested in in people who talk about kratom on YouTube, yep. and because there's a lot of negative stuff out there as well. Man, I'm I'm really glad I found you, and I appreciate you doing the interview today. I just want to get right into it. What what was your life before Kratom and, and how did you discover this plant? Everybody has a unique story. What what's yours? Yeah, well, I have been taking Kratom for about four years uh, and I've suffered with anxiety and depression my entire life. But once I got to the end of my 30s, um, things in life started going downhill real quick. Um, we had lost a child, our fourth child. She was three when she passed away, um, which was incredible incredibly difficult. And then my older son got cancer, um, leukemia, and then my wife decided she wanted to end the marriage. So those three events happened all within like three years of each other. And so my depression went through the roof. Um, I was probably at the lowest point of my life, became suicidal, was abusing alcohol, uh, never abused alcohol in my life before, but I was drinking from the moment I woke up till I went to bed. I think it was the only thing that was helping me cope. So I ended up getting hospitalized for suicide. And after I got hospitalized and came out, all of my friends were like, dude, you have got to stop drinking. Like, this is not okay. It's making it worse, all this. And I knew they were right. So by my willpower, I stopped. I started going to AA and all that stuff. But the anxiety and the depression was still just as strong. But now I had no coping thing to help me. Um, I was on medications and they really weren't helping that much. So I actually YouTubed around like alcohol replacements. And I found this one lady who had three different options. One was Kava. The other one was Kratom. And then the last one was some euphoric drink. It was like a herbal tonic thing. I don't know what that is. But so I went and bought Kava and found Kratom at a gas station. Um, I remember the day so clearly I was so dark and so low. And I was in my son's uh, chemo room with him. And I took like a quarter of a teaspoon of Kratom, mixed it in some yogurt and did not realize how horrible it tasted. Uh, kind of gagged to get it down. And within 20 minutes, it was like the sky opened. I felt optimistic, which I had not felt optimistic in probably over a year. I felt, you know, positive towards myself, which again was very odd at that time. And I just felt motivated. Like I wanted to do things that were going to be beneficial for me, like spend time with my kids and get all my work done and all that. And if anyone's ever been in a deep depression, you know that the littlest things like brushing your teeth every day takes all the energy you have within you. So that's when I found Kratom. And from there, I started Googling and YouTubing around and would find information but a lot of it was all the same and didn't give you a lot. It would just kind of give you the basics of where does Kratom come from, you know, the basics of how to start using it and all that. And so I gained as much information as I could and then started to use it consistently and learned a whole lot by trial and error. Um, I did a lot of things that I wish I didn't have done with Kratom, like taking too much too often, all that. But that's how I learned. And um I had a YouTube channel at the time called Joey Talks, still have it, but the channel just centered around mental health. I was starting to talk more publicly about my depression and all of the trauma that was occurring in my life. And so just as a byproduct, I talked about Kratom 
a few times because it had helped me so much. And I noticed <laughs> that those videos were getting a whole lot more traction than everything else. And so I was like, oh, people want to hear about this. And so I started talking about it more frequently. And now it's turned into the main topic of my channel. So that was not my intention when I started the YouTube channel was to talk about Kratom. I was just going to talk about mental health stuff. But that's what people were looking for information on. And I was learning a ton in experience. And also I was reading and watching so much trying to understand how this herb works and how to best use it. And, and I see a lot of stories that begin and end the same way as yours does. It's some tragic event, uh, and myself included. And we end up at, we finally find Kratom and, and, it, and it helps. For me personally, coming out of the life of drug use, I began to, I brought that addictive behavior with me into the Kratom arena. As mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned, you was taking too much too often. I also did that very early on. Was that, talk about some of the mistakes that you've made while drinking Kratom tea. Right? Obviously that's one of them, but uh, any any other mistakes that you, you can share with us? Um, I really think dosing was the, the main mistake. I mean, I did probably everything that, you could do wrong with dosing. So yeah, too much too often. Um, I, I got into a bad habit of if I started to get anxiety, like Kratom in my mind was the solution. So that's what would cause me to take it more too often. Um, and then even finding extracts and trying those um, on my channel, I talk about extracts. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I just think that they need to be used sparingly. Um, I think a lot of people find themselves getting into a very bad place when they're take, taking extracts exclusively every day. Um, it's a whole different beast than taking powder. So um, yeah, I would just say that's really it. It was, it was taking it, taking too high of doses or taking them too often was the main thing. And that outworked itself in all different ways. You know, it never kind of looked the same way twice, but um you know, the Kratom wobbles and feeling dizzy and tired <laughs> yeah. and all that. Like I learned that the hard way. I think one time I even puked because I took too much and I was like, ah, never doing that again. Um, and not yep. taking any breaks, not understanding tolerance and tolerance breaks. I mean, that was another hard lesson I had to learn. And now I've built a Kratom cycle for myself. Like I have the same routine that I go through every six to seven weeks to kind of keep my tolerance low and, it's worked for me. It's, it's, I've been on, I do this cycle now probably for over a year and I, the, the effects of Kratom are pretty consistent in my life doing this cycle. So yeah. that, that has been my solution. The, the first time I ever tried a Kratom extract, it literally blew me away. Again, I began to bring my addictive behavior over into that. This was during the first, you know, part, first two, three years of my 20 year use of this plant. Mm -hmm. And again, I had no one to instruct me or anything like that. Unbeknownst to me, I was I was quickly raising my tolerance with the Kratom extracts. Um, what I mean, everybody's different. And this is not any, any type of medical advice. Consult your physician before you use Kratom tea. But what works for you when you when you talk about extracts? I've got a lot of customers, a lot of people who ask me, how often should I take extracts? I don't really you know, everybody's different. What, what works for you? Yeah. I found for me, um, you know, the whole less is more 
philosophy in the Kratom community is also also applies to extracts. So for me, I use them maybe once or twice a week, if that. Um, and I typically will only use them if like I didn't sleep well the night before, or I am having a real hard time focusing, or I know I'm going to be doing a really strenuous workout. That's typically when I would use them. And I actually mix it in with the powder. So I get all the other alkaloids, Mm -hmm. um, working together. I don't really like the feeling personally of just extracts that are in essence, isolated metragenine because to me it feels so one-dimensional even though it does give you a real burst of energy and focus i like that complete feel so and and so i'll mix it in with powder but i also will only use like 40 milligrams of the extract i try not to go above that i know there's some that are like 120 of those little vials and all that so and again the less you use it the more potent it is. So that's why if I use it once or twice a week, I never have to go up higher than 40 milligrams and it works perfect for me. And I'm mixing it with powder. So that adds to it, but. Hey guys, I wanted to let you know about thekratomfamily.com. This is high quality lab tested Kratom that we have served our customers with over the years. If you are interested in learning more about Kratom tea, go to thekratomfamily.com and check out our Kratom Bible. Please use the code newbie at checkout to get a percentage off your first order all right back to the show and it does it 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 allows you to uh get a longer use of the kratom powder that when you when you do that um you touched on more of a strategy that you use with uh you said every six to seven weeks or so but uh what is your i call it the tolerance reset what is that strategy for you what does it look for me it's uh, Every six months, I'm rotating every week, but then every six months, I'm I'm done for thirty to forty five days. What what does that look like for you? Yeah, so like like we said, trial and error. And so I remember, at, I think it was a little over a year into using kratom, I had gotten to the point where I was using it so often that it started to have reverse effects on me. So I was starting to feel very isolated, antisocial. I felt tired all the time. I was at my friend's house in Charleston, he's like, Joey, this isn't right. Like, this is not working for you. And I was like, I know. So that's got me searching all around. And I uh, stumbled upon STEM in vain. Um, And that is the thing that helped me reset. And now is the thing that helps me stay low. Um, So for me, what it looks like is I've figured out my maximum daily dose So for me, maximum daily dose will be somewhere between 20 and 23 grams. Once I'm there, every alarm is going off in my head like, okay, you're getting too high. And so when I get to that point, I then take seven days. The first two days, I use half stem in vein, half regular powder um, for my dosing, starting at that 20 grams. But now I'm doing half stem in vein, half powder. And then by the third day, I'm just doing stem and vein exclusively. So no Kratom powder. And I do that for the next five days. Then when I go back to using Kratom powder, I'm at half, if not even less than that of regular Kratom powder. And that has worked for me now for over a year. It keeps me low. And so over the next six weeks, I'll notice that I start going up incrementally. You know, so if I got myself back down to eight grams a day or 10 grams a day, Again, once I start climbing and I get back up to the 20, I'm like, ding, 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 time to do the stem and vein routine. And that's what I do. And it's kept Kratom 
working for me, you know, because before that, like I said, it was knocking me out of life. I had, I felt so unmotivated. I was lethargic, you know, all the time. And so I'll never go above that again because yeah. the, the effects of that were counterproductive. Um, and so, yeah, STEM in vain, I'm a big fan and believer in it. I know there's a lot of like conversation around it. Is it a hoax? Does it really work? Whatever. I don't know. And I don't really care. It works for me. So, yeah, I mean, I, it works for me as well. And uh, there's so many people that are so um, scared to do the reset, the tolerance reset. They're afraid of it, but You've got, like you mentioned, the stem and vein, uh, which has completely different alkaloid properties than the powder itself. You've also got crust leaf. And exactly what you said was is what I do for 30 days. I microdose mm -hmm. down. And then once I'm there, then I'm on the stem and vein and crust leaf for a week. And then it's just stem and vein for a week. And then it's nothing. And it's it's not as difficult as one might think. But if, if someone is is drinking 50 to 100 grams a day, which I know there are people out there. There's no judgment here, but we need to get your tolerance level back down to where you can really begin to enjoy Kratom once again, because you're missing out on a lot of things. You know, you're getting some adverse effects from that. And yep. I believe the tolerance uh, is, is should be something in everybody's tool strategy if they're drinking Kratom tea. Yeah, I think the apprehension is like with any thing that you use every day, like even coffee, you know, like with caffeine, I remember taking a caffeine break, like when I was in my early thirties and I was terrified because it's become such a comfort and a reassurance that yeah. when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feel up and happy and all that because of my coffee. And so I think Kratom, we start to associate a sense of dependability and safety with it. So I think that's what freaks people out in their heads is like, I can't live without this, but the beauty of stem and vein and crushed leaf is for me, I never have any withdrawal symptoms when I'm taking stem and vein. I feel great. I feel amazing when I'm using stem and vein. And it is, it's to me amazing. Like it's a miracle for, for what, everything that I had tried and, and, you know, attempted to do. So my biggest encouragement to anyone who's, you know, afraid to take a tolerance break, I would definitely say try stem and vein or crushed leaf. Um, because both of those are an incredible way to reset without having to experience like you feel like you're losing the effects of Kratom. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, that that safety net that people have with Kratom and it's just they're they're just scared of it. And but you still have other things, you know, like we're talking about the stem of and the crush leaf that can help you get through this. It's very, very important to do that tolerance reset um, at least, you know, two to three times a year. Like, I mean, like you're, you're doing it at 20 something grams. You're, you're starting to reset for seven days. And that's, that's excellent. I believe yep. everybody's different and everybody's just going to have to really figure it out for themselves, but it should be there. I yep. believe I'm going to switch gears a couple months ago when I first uh, began to notice you on YouTube and things of that nature. Um, I've started following you on, you know, the Facebook and YouTube and all this stuff. And, I noticed on your social media, you seem to travel a lot with your business. Some of this traveling requires you, you to fly. I know that you think it was in Colorado three months ago or something like that. Um, how do you travel with Kratom, especially on an airline? How does that work? Um, it's actually been pretty uneventful. Um, <laughs> I have learned my lesson to keep some in my 
checked bag as well as in my carry-on. I I literally fly every other week. So I, yes, mm. I am all over the place. And when I am flying, a lot of times it'll be a few cities within that week. So I may be flying three or four times within one week. Um, I have never had a problem except for one time. Um, they checked my bag. Now I also travel with like lion's mane and protein powder and, and yeah. all these, I have all these like little baggies of powder, which I'm sure looks suspicious. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> so one time they did check that and they, you know, wiped each of the packages and some of them came back as alarming. So they did really? further. Yeah. Further investigation. They, they were like, yeah, we can't identify anything, but you can't take these on the plane with you, which I was very upset about that. Cause again, it was all my protein powders and everything. Uh, but it was not specifically about Kratom. Um, and I know some people are uh, hesitant to travel with Kratom. And I always just tell them, if you are first, put it in your checked bag. Like, that's an obvious thing because, you know, it's not going to be an issue in there. Yeah. And if you want to disguise it and feel like whatever, you could always put it in like a matcha tea satchel because it smells a lot like matcha when you just smell it. I mean, when you taste it, it's very different. But so, yeah, I mean, and then. I always have my backups just in case I take some uh, capsules with me and then I'll take some tablets that are extracts as my backups. But I, again, I've never had an issue except that one time. I've had similar experiences. I've never been stopped like that, but I have had people open the bag and just kind of look, look through and, and one of them just opened, looked at, looked at it and was like, what is this? You know, he pulled up mm -hmm. the bag. I just told him uh, it doesn't I don't believe, you know, it's not going to help anybody if you lie during this process. Uh, another tip that I've learned is that if I know I'm going to be at a certain location for, you know, three to seven days, I'll also just mail it to myself. Yeah. Um, and so that that's I, I just you know thought I would that's really not a question that I had on the on the paper, but I I thought I would ask you what what is uh, what's your uh, strategy for that? I'm, yeah. Now I'm there sorry. is one state as I think it's is it Alabama or Arkansas one of those Both. A states? Yeah, one of those. I've read some horror stories, so I would be very apprehensive if I went there because I've read stories where people get arrested because they had it on their person, and I'm that like, was Arkansas. I ain't doing that. There's no yeah. way. I don't know yeah. how I would get around that, but that freaks me out. I have no work or job in that state, so I yeah. may keep it that way. Yeah, that was in Arkansas. Uh, Marshall Price was caught with less than 250 grams of Kratom, and they sentenced him to 10 years in prison. And I believe three weeks after he was sent to jail, he was murdered. Terrible. What? Yeah, yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. It's uh, and they're not doing anything. They've not released. Any information about it, no investigation has been done. They've just kind of swept it under the rug. I don't. Wow. It sounds sus to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, that that's insane. But you're right. It's one of those A states. Uh, Arkansas and Al Alabama, they both, uh, they don't like Kratom. Okay, let's let's go, let's switch gears a little bit. I want to get your opinion. Of course, you, you remember 2016. And uh, Scott Gottlieb is the, is the FDA commissioner right now in 2016. He has a personal vendetta against Kratom during that time. Mm. And, and he still does. If you follow him on Twitter, you can see it. But he once said, we have serious concerns about the safety of any Kratom product and we'll pursue it to make the industry safe once again. What are your thoughts on that statement? How do you feel that the FDA has evolved since this guy has left? 
Yeah, I, I I follow the news on this stuff quite often, and you know when it just went up before the UN was it the UN um, World Health Organization the World Health Organization yeah. yeah like how it got dropped off and all that I honestly I do think there is some something going on behind the scenes with certain people that want to see it banned that is more than meets the eye you can speculate about that all day but something about it is very fishy to me it's got to be um, yeah and uh but to me like kratom is way more safe than alcohol you know and so it, it kind of baffles my mind of why people have this thing against it because again people like you and i you've been taking it much longer than i have but yeah, there's some things that we've done to learn from our mistakes. But now that we've learned, we're never going to do those things again. And even when it was that, it wasn't like it was harming me. It right. just was making me feel icky. And so I was like, I don't want that. And so we changed it. But I don't I don't really know what the motivation is. I mean, a lot of people always say big pharma, which that very may well play into it. But I'm not really sure why there's such a focus and you know, attention put on it in such a negative way so often. It is very alarming to see that they would pinpoint this one specific plant, knowing, you know, how, I mean, the majority of people who, who use Kratom, like myself included, you know, they used it to come off of opiates and to help yep. with the withdrawals and things of that nature. With the government mandated methadone clinics and suboxone clinics and things of that nature, which I was a part of, and um, having to get up at six o'clock in the morning to go stand in line and, and take my methadone. And I re quickly realized that I was trading one habit for another. And I just wanted out of that life. So it could be, you know, something government related, money related. Who knows? There's probably a thousand different conspiracy theories. I just wanted to, to get your take on that. He also said that the commissioner of FDA back back then he said the, uh, at a time when we have hit a critical point in this opioid ep epidemic, the increasing use of kratom as an alternative or adjunct to opioids is extremely concerning. So <laughs> and then, you know, after after this, he gets I think he gets hired on the board of Pfizer right, or something mm -hmm. like that. You can kind of tell where where people's thoughts and minds are. Yeah. Um, if somebody's I mean, sure, somebody's probably in in the pocket somewhere, somewhere there. Yeah. I just want to get your opinion on that. I know a lot of people have difference of opinion when it comes to our government versus, you know, big pharma versus Kratom. So I do want to talk about one more thing before we uh, end up. What are your opinions of the KCPA? Now, before you answer this, I, I want to let everybody know I'm for this. The Kratom Consumer Protection Act, I believe it's a great step in the right direction. But here in the beginning, do you feel that the KCPA is going to be able to police every vendor in every city in every state? I don't right now. I believe it's going to have to evolve a little bit more. As, as you can see, what, what just happened, the scare we had in Georgia, which mm. was a KCPA state. And then I believe it's West Virginia who also passed it, but they're doing they're doing like a uh, probationary period of a year. And if anything happens within that year, they're revisiting it. Yeah. How, how is this going to have to be, how's it going to be done better for this to, to work to where we're getting lab tested, protected Kratom tea? Yeah. I think anything 
towards some sort of regulation is a step in the right direction. Personally, I don't think it's going to be done perfectly or great, probably in the beginning. But I also, I also don't feel safe as a consumer um, that there is no restriction anywhere on anyone uh, because there have been some pretty severe cases of kratom that has been adulterated and or you know, contaminate it with heavy metals and stuff along those lines. So I'm all for regulation. I mean, we see what a mess it is with marijuana right now. You know what I mean? Like this state says, yes, this one says no, you know, and then it's like, how is this all regulated and who gets the tax money, who doesn't get the tax money. And so it's so, it's so muddied. And I think, I mean, it would be great. I think it'd be a great day in America if Kratom becomes quote unquote legal federally now it will have some restrictions and things along those lines on it but to me that is still a lot safer than just this absolute like open market where you know you don't really know what you're getting and then when those situations do i mean i think it was a year ago that um boat that was coming over from asia that the the DEA or border control or something like that met, met them. They were delivering Kratom and they confiscated all of it. And it was a ton of it. Uh, and the reason they did was because it was contaminated with, I think, salmonella and then some heavy metals, or whatever. And so they confiscated it and got rid of it. But that type of thing makes a really bad name for Kratom. Yeah. And so I do think there needs to be some level of regulation to, to make sure that the products we're getting are safe and that people aren't taking these alkaloids and chemically altering them yeah. to create other products, because that's another big issue that has gone on. And that also is scary and bad for the creating community, because if you start messing with those, I'm sure you can get metragyny to do a lot of great things, but it just may not be great for your body, you know? So yeah, I don't know if that's completely answering your question. I just think any step in that direction is helping to get it to more of a stable place in the eyes of America than just leaving it like a free for all. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. And, you know, is there a right answer to this question right now? Because it seems like if we're going to be safer, then we're going to have more, we're going to have to have more government control over this, which is that a good thing? You know, I know. And, it would be nice to to have the American Kratom Association to be more active in every state and have a representative in every city yeah. to to do monthly checks, kind of like a you know a fire marshal or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just something that I've been thinking about here here recently because America is a big country and mm-hmm. they're just one organization. I, I believe that if if we if the vendors started possibly or, or making their customers use it responsibly or, or setting stricter restrictions. Cause you can't make the customer use Kratom tea responsibly. You can't, you can't say, well, I'm not going to allow you to have this if you're going to take a cocktail of other things with it. Right. You can't do that. I mean, we just don't have any control. Uh, but I believe that we can show that we don't condone that and you know, put it, putting the warning labels on the bags and making it clear and just trying to police ourselves until more of this regulation can can come in. That's all the questions that I had for you today. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, do you have any any? Go follow Joey Talks on YouTube. Yeah. Um, 
what else? Yeah, I also, so in my trial and error learning, I ended up creating a workbook called the Kratom Guide and Journal. Um, It's available on Amazon. You can go to joeytalks.com if you want to find it there. But really, I created it out of a sense of a need for it because there's a lot of information on Kratom on the internet. We all know there's a lot of crap and there's some good stuff, but it's all kind of scattered. And so I wanted to kind of condense all of that information into a very easy to read and understand manual, in essence, that kind of teaches someone what is Kratom, how's the, what's the best way to use it, what are some of the dangers. And then in the back of the book is a journal where you write down, not like how you're feeling, but a Kratom journal, like a log, to yeah. write down what you're taking, how much, how it made you feel and all of that. Because like anything in life, life just goes on and it's really easy to lose track and you don't even realize what did I take? How much did I take yesterday? Um, so that's, what's really helped me as well to give me peace of mind because I've found a lot of people feel guilty about taking Kratom. And a lot of times the reason they feel guilty is because they have no idea how much they're taking when they're taking it. So they, in essence, feel sort of out of control. So I created that book. Uh, it's done really well. A lot of people have found value in it. And so if someone's new to Kratom or feels like it is out of control, this is in essence like a diet book. <laughs> you know, yeah. when someone wants to lose weight, it's just, it's a structured way. It sort of keeps your, yourself accountable to um, make the most out of Kratom use. So there's that as well. But yeah, like you said, Joey Talks on YouTube. You can go to joeytalks.com. There's a bunch of stuff there. Um, but that's pretty much it. All right. Hey, thank you very much, Joey. I I appreciate you coming on for us today. Absolutely. Thank you.